0: Watch
1: as I have a coin melt right through. Interop 2012 Las Vegas. A presenter doing magic tricks entertains a small crowd at one booth. At another, there's a stage facing three or four rows of chairs. But most companies opt for making their product or service front and center. This is Interop, where you'll see just about the most diverse enterprise computing and data center products on one floor. One of our stops was a tour of Interop's network operations center known as the NOC, which operates a data center that now runs throughout the year. Glenn Evans led the tour and is Interop's chief engineer.
2: Essentially what we do is provide all the connectivity, both wired and wireless, for the expo floor and the conference space. If your wireless goes down, yeah, it's our problem. So, built in collaboration with sponsor vendors, and volunteer engineering teams. And the process starts about six months ago, it started about six months ago, September last year, where we put out an RFP. We basically said, listen, we need to build this network, it has these particular parameters, what could you provide? And so the vendors then respond, we sift through those, and pick the vendors with the technology that we believe fit the show goals, um, the show themes for the following year, and also are able to yeah, support us in the way we need. Which is also, yeah, it's usually product and equipment. Now, you'll notice that we've got a number of competing vendors sitting side by side. We say, out in the world, they're competitors, inside, they're all part of the team, they're, and it's a collaborative effort. So we all get in there and try and help each other out. You know, vendor A has a problem, everybody gets in there to try and sort it out for them.
1: On the floor of the Interop exhibition space, in the Mandalay Bay Convention Center, we went in search of the major themes.
3: OpenFlow is changing the way networks are architected and allows us to make them programmable.
1: Harry Petty is the VP of Marketing at Velo Systems. Velo was a part of the development at Stanford University of OpenFlow, an open standard for networking. Essentially, what it means is the network is no longer defined by the hardware. The programming of the routers and switches isn't done within each box, but in a separate software layer. It's called software-defined networking, or SDN.
3: The model, up until recently, has been a proprietary approach, where control and forwarding plane have been bound up together in a proprietary box.
1: Petty says the advantage of SDN is bringing applications closer to the network to do things like automation. Here are two examples.
3: One is, a company big enough where they have a private cloud. And they want the benefits of virtualizing servers and virtualizing their storage. Their scale and, and uh, dynamic use says, the network's getting really complex to manage, to support all this. And so they would like an OpenFlow-enabled network or a software-defined network. They'd want that to support their dynamic provisioning and the like, and they could use OpenStack to do that. The other scenario, would be you are a cloud service provider and you are using OpenStack to provide services to your tenants. But you have hundreds or thousands of them and they self-service, ask for a compute instance, some storage, 600 gigs of data, persistent storage to support that uh, compute instance. And it might be mission-critical information. Only that tenant knows when he asks for it. This data is important. I don't want to lose it. And so when he does that, today he doesn't have a simple means of just clicking a checkbox and saying, replicate this for me.
4: Social media is an imperative.
1: Ceci Murthy of Bluecoat says that social networks are becoming as rich as the Internet itself, an Internet within the Internet.
4: Blocking social media is no longer an option. They need to enable it. But the fact is, it's quite well known that social media represents one of the biggest uh, entry points for malware into the enterprise that gets further compounded by the fact that you have these mobile devices, whether it's BYOD or personal devices, now as part of the corporate network, the number two most popular activity on these mobile devices is social networking. So businesses now really need to think about what's the strategy to safely enable and control social media. Number one is still email, but also applications. So just using corporate applications, using uh, internet applications is also uh, number one. Email, interestingly, is starting to drift down, being replaced by social media.
5: The delivery of managed services has been dependent on the last mile. You know, let's face it, in North America, not as evolved in some other parts of the world, right? Managed services in the cloud is still well ahead of where you know, clients are at. Eric
1: Simpson is the distribution channel manager for Elfic Networks, a Montreal-based company that builds link and load balancing equipment, which is a great topic for the Dummies series, since most of the human race will most likely remain clueless about the details of business internet access optimization. Jean-Pascal Hebert of Elfic helped write the For Dummies book on the subject. Simpson says the last mile is crucial because your internet connectivity is only as good as the equipment, like link balancers, that optimize the connection.
5: It's still about conquering the last mile and distributing large bandwidth uh, ubiquitously, okay? So when you go to somewhere like Holland, a link balancer is hardly useful. There's so much bandwidth, it's just easier just to buy more bandwidth. The, The last mile, which is glossed over too much, and the actual delivery of services, the delivery of uh, I think there's a, there's a general breakdown in terms of you can have widely distributed networks globally, and it's not so much that it's the corporate internet with corporate rules anymore, and the more and more that the bandwidth becomes ubiquitous, the more and more the options are going to become more to the benefit of the users.
1: As Elphick Network sees the last mile as a critical part of the networking chain, Within the data center, companies are addressing the bottlenecks in the wiring between servers and other gear. Brian Sparks of Mellanox says the issue of interconnects is now on the front burner.
6: I think people are starting to understand the fundamental problem. And I think that's why you know, our booth here at Interop this year is really hopping. Um, I think interconnect is becoming that next thing that people are really looking to uh, to help solve some very fundamental issues. There are a lot of people that just are accustomed by servers off the shelf with gigabit Ethernet already included. Now with these latest uh, chipsets and CPUs from folks like Intel and AMD, that can no longer be the case. Uh, because there's a fundamental ROI issue at hand in terms of the max performance I can get out of these CPUs. I mean, it's essentially you have a Ferrari, but the law tells you you can only go 65 miles an hour. Well, we want to remove that law. If the Ferrari can go at 186 miles an hour, it should go at 186 miles an hour. It shouldn't be limited. That's where we play, right? We have 56 gig InfiniBand today. We also have 40 gig ethernet. So depending on how people want to connect their systems, we can service those folks.
1: The vendors at Interop, which offer solutions across a wide range of challenges and topics, would generally agree that the overarching theme for the industry comes down to this. It's the cloud. Michael Wild is the chief evangelist for Splunk.
0: The cloud itself is becoming a service, and I've seen that um, a number uh, of companies are letting their um, divisions and departments and deployments use the cloud, and the security associated with the cloud and watching what's going on, we often find that the business is ahead of IT. They're using these cloud services that IT has let them use. And they're in the process, IT's in the process of catching it up. So the impact of not only internal virtualization, but just the public and private cloud in general has just caused, you know, I've seen it as the biggest thing in the past, you know, at least five to 10 years. Because most of cloud is servers, right? It sounds grammatically incorrect, but most of the cloud is servers and most of the cloud requires IT people. But like, it, it's almost, the cloud has almost made things better and worse at the same time. Worse because the sprawl has gotten uh, even more, but better because then a company can provide resources it doesn't have.
1: On the floor of Interop 2012 in Las Vegas, I'm Jason Lopez.